0: Hello, Paola De Vescovi here and welcome to a new episode of the Prosperity on Air podcast. Today's episode is all about energy and spirituality and in particular we will really uh, dive into Reiki, this beautiful um, energy healing technique that comes from Japan and uh, that really helps us rebalance our energy relax reduce reduce stress be more focused and uh, grounded Um, and it's it's a spiritual path that many of us choose including myself i'm a reiki master myself i teach reiki and i um, also offer reiki treatments and today with me there is another beautiful soul, uh, Reiki master teacher, Tina Eloise. Uh, she's based in, uh, in the UK and uh, she has been teaching Reiki for the past eight years with over 100 students worldwide. She's also a uh, sexual empowerment and body confidence coach for women. She believes that every woman, no matter what they look or sound like or how they are, deserves to feel sensual and loved, experience earth-shattering pleasure and be prosperous. Um, After an abusive childhood and a life of drugs, alcohol and toxic relationships, Tina had a rude spiritual awakening when she was diagnosed with cervical cancer. This is when she started her own healing journey and she became a Uzui Kundalini and Karuna Reiki master teacher and coach. And she has trained uh, in many other psychological and energetic modalities. In the last 10 years, Tina has worked tirelessly on herself to clear the shame and guilt she had around her body and sexuality after abuse, eating disorders, early menopause, and obesity. And she has helped countless of other women to reclaim their abundant parts and and, and and be fearlessly Uh, expressing sexually and creatively so that they can create the life they desire so she is here to shatter paradigms and change social norms on what it means to be a woman i met tina uh, in uh, the beginning of 2020 in london we were together at the women who dare to desire conference organized by another beautiful soul that you have met a couple of times here on the episode uh, Deborah Luzzi. and uh, i you know tina and i immediately clicked and we've been connected since then we share this um, you know, passion for energy and energy healing work. And so I'm very, very pleased to um, introduce her to you. And, uh, and I'm very, very pleased to offer you this beautiful conversation that Tina and I had around Reiki, energy healing and spirituality. So without any further ado, I'm very happy now to take you to the conversation with Tina Eloise. Tina, I'm so happy and excited that you are on the podcast today
1: yes i'm so excited to be here Yay.
0: <laughs> thank you very much for for being here so i have already briefly introduced you uh to our listeners but i would like you to say something about yourself and what you do so my name is tina eloise
1: it wasn't always that name it's gone, it's gone through about three or four changes in the last I don't know, nine years, Um, and I am a Reiki Master teacher, so I have a Reiki Academy in uh, London, um, and I've been teaching Reiki now for about nine years, eight, nine years, and I am also a body confidence and sexual empowerment coach, as well as I own a little esoteric store, which is quite quirky, called Oh My Woo. Where we sell all kinds of funky crystal items, um, and yeah, I just love what I do. I love working with energy. Um, I love helping people step into their power, shedding conditioning and programming, and all those kind of things that we hold on to um, throughout our life that stops us living to our full potential.
0: Right. So we are to we've we've both ch- chosen Reiki as our spiritual path. Let's say. And uh, and so I want to ask you, um, did you choose Reiki or did Reiki choose you? How this encounter happened?
1: Now, there's a funny story. It's one that I tell my students on the Reiki one class. And it was like Reiki was my stalker for years. <laughs> I kept bumping into Reiki Masters, wherever I went. So I used to run pubs. I run pubs for like 19 years. Um, and I think I'm 44 now. And I think Reiki first coming to my awareness when I was in my mid-20s, like a friend that I used to go clubbing with, funny enough, she learnt Reiki. And I was just like, what's she, what she going on about? Um, and then another friend of mine, a few years later, another friend of mine, her mother-in-law, learn Reiki and started going on about Reiki and this and you know I'm going to heal the world and la 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 and Reiki masters and hands-on healing and I was like what is she going on about but you know my curiosity was piqued then. and then uh, my flatmate at the time a few years later bought me a little chakra pack with crystal stones on it and I've always been interested in, like, the esoteric, like, especially kind of divinity, like, tarot cards and all that kind of stuff. So it's not unusual for people to think that I would be interested in this kind of, uh, on that kind of path. Anyway, she brought me these chakras, and I was like, sh- chakra stones. I was like, what the hell, chakras? And that's when I first learned about the rainbow inside. And then I, my friend bought me a... And here's a funny story. My friends bought me a, a massage thing for my birthday. And I went to the parlor and they had Reiki there. So I thought, oh, I'll just try Reiki out. Well, I didn't feel a bloody thing. I was just like, I don't know what they're talking about. like, tick, 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 tick. <laughs> and the masseuse slash Reiki practitioner said to me that, oh, because you've got a really chatty mind, you need to learn to switch off. Also, I need to go to the doctor about my lady parts. And I was just like, yeah, 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 whatever, just tell me something I don't know, to like kind of thing, just brushed it off. And it was six months later, I got diagnosed with cancer, cervical cancer. <gasps> wow. Yes. Wow. And so I was just like, wow, she felt that. And it was during cervical cancer, during the treatment, just after the treatment, um, I started, I learned Reiki, which was 10 years ago.
0: But did she mention that she found cancer or did she mention, no? no? Okay.
1: She just said that you need to go to the doctors because there's a lot of heat coming from that area. Because I think, I think all Reiki students are taught not to diagnose. No, no, no. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, um, recommend that the, the client goes to see a doctor, there's something going on in that area. Okay.
0: And, and so that started your Reiki
1: path. So that started the Reiki journey. Yeah, I went to get my palm read the one day because you know I was going the cancer and I was like, Oh, had, can you see my future? <laughs> What's going to happen? Um, and the gentleman that I was in Camden actually, the gentleman that I went read right my palm was also a Reiki master, he was like 74 years of age, been doing Reiki like 30 years. So, yeah, I've done my Reiki one and two with him, and the rest is history, as they say.
0: Yeah, yeah so uh and now you are um you know giving reiki treatments and teaching reiki too yeah,
1: so obviously i'm not giving as many treatments as i used to um i teach a lot more than i give treatments but i tend to do a lot of healing work within my kind of mentoring coaching containers and so it's all kind of amalgamated into a healing kind of thing that i do yeah uh, but I teach Reiki, which I love doing. There's nothing like having your own grasshoppers slash students. Yeah. yeah. Watching them open up to the energy and feeling it in their hands and, you know, playing around with that. Um, yeah, it's done, it's done quite magical and humble.
0: So uh, I, I work a lot with energy too. And, you know, I, I really believe and I have experienced that everything uh, happens first at the energy level and then you know mm-hmm. it is condensed in our more dense energy that is the physical body um but it, i find it you know i notice here that for people is still a little bit difficult you know to mm-hmm. accept this energetic dimension do you have the same experience there or what, Do you think like, people are more open to? I
1: think a lot more people are more open to it. I mean, one of the things, way that I describe it is that humans are like fluctuating batteries. That energy everyone knows that we've got energy levels, and that energy levels go up and down. I try to put it in layman's terms, and um, that we're just like batteries. And a Reiki master is or a Reiki practitioner is a rechargeable battery dock. We tap into universal energy and we top you up with energy. And they seem to be able to compute that in their minds where, oh, right, okay, yeah, I understand that. Um, I think when I first started out, it was a bit more trying to explain it to someone that I'd never even heard of it before. Um, They were a lot more cynical about it, I would say. But now people just seem to be a lot more open and all my kind of straight laced people from, you know, my last career, that's all, it's all work hard, play hard, da, 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 da a poppycock kind of thing about anything spirituality. They're more open to it now and they're like, oh, I'm doing that Reiki still or, you know, oh, what's going on here? Or they say, oh, I've just bought a book about blah, blah, blah. And it's just like they're actually opening up to it. So there's definitely an awakening going on especially over the past few years um into these kind of re- into the esoterics and the energy kind of work i think because it's it's the rest everything else is just not working for people you know
0: yeah, yeah.
1: western medicine uh,
0: and do you think that yeah over the past 18 months with COVID, mm. um you know people uh n- felt that they needed something more to help them, not only with their energy, but also especially with their mental health. I mean, the, a lot has been going on with uh, with COVID mm-hmm. in terms, you know, health wise, but also in terms of, you know, losing jobs and uh, feeling more insecure. And have you noticed any change in during the past 18 months? And I mean, people, You know, turning more uh, to or looking for, you know, ways that uh, can help them, you know, with their mental health feeling, you know, more, more balanced and uh, uh, in order to overcome insecurity and therefore turning to Reiki or other, you know, forms of uh, healing, for example.
1: I think there's been like, um, like with everything, you know, I think there's been a lot of, there has been definitely been an awakening, I think a lot of people are a bit more mindful about things and, you know, with the whole online space, they've been able to, they've been, had access to a lot more information, whereas before, they're on trains, going to work, they don't really engage. Um, I definitely feel that there's been a, a, there's been a, an uptake that so a lot of people have used it as escapism. Oh, I'm going to look into this, this and this to escape their reality because they've got nowhere to escape to. Their normal thing for numbing have disappeared. So they've used like mindfulness, which is a good thing. It's like the gateway drug, isn't it? <laughs> mindfulness or law of attraction or something else to try and fix what's going on um so i think that's been happening as well but i just i feel that people are just actively interested in now because i feel reiki and you know tap eft you know the meridian kind of yeah yeah, yeah i use it too. yeah 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 so all that kind of stuff regularly spoke about in magazines now and on television in the soaps and all this kind of stuff it's like really weird because my mom watches like the soaps and that and i pop up to see her <laughs> and they're talking about it on EastEnders, which is like a soap that's been going on for 25, for 25 years over here, or maybe even longer. Um, and they're saying, "One like, oh, no, I'm going for my Reiki treatment. Do you know what I mean? And I'm just like, what? It's mainstream, like, it's like it blows my mind, or you hear about it in a film. So it's a lot more people used to hearing about it now. So I think with the pandemic, just like cancer did for me, It gave me that opportunity, that space and that time to look at things that I was interested in. So I think the answer to the question would be, yes, I think that people are opening up to it uh, a lot more than what they were before. And I think the pandemic has helped with that, though. So
0: people are finally understanding that, you know, in order to achieve whatever they want to achieve uh, in their world, uh, I mean, being a... uh, successful career, a successful business, or, you know, um, any other project they may have Mm -hmm. in their life, they have to, uh, everything have to start from them. So, what I always say, for example, to the entrepreneurs and professionals who come to me, you know, you, you cannot expect to have a successful business, a successful career, if your energy is drained. Mm, mm. So taking care of your energy uh, will help you be more successful. Mm. Um, So what do you think about this?
1: Um, What about, you know, what, I mean, I think for the X-Gen, like I'm X-Generation, I think we were the generation that worked hard and played hard, like we burnt the candle at both ends, like big time. But I feel like the new generations that are coming in now, they're more attuned to, you know, looking after themselves and putting themselves first and mindfulness and meditation. Um, I think it's a lot... I think, it, you know, our generation's definitely waking up, like I've got a lot of people that have had big careers that come to me and they're just like, I can't do it anymore. I just cannot do it anymore. Um, and they wanna go in, cause there's been like a, like, I don't know about your circle, but definitely in my circle, there's been so many people that have started their own businesses over the last year um, mm-hmm. on the back of COVID and stuff. And they've also opened up and they're also reading books about, you know. The secret, you know, there's kind of, as I said before, the gateway drugs into this kind of energy work kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, I think definitely, definitely, definitely there's been an uptake in, which I'm all here for. I'm like, yes, the more the merrier. The more people that know, the merrier. And there's things out now that wasn't there when I first started out. like Udemy. It's got a million and one courses on there. You can pretty much learn anything that you want on there, you know. Um Yeah. So I think, I think it's a good thing. I think it's, um, I think, you know, we have to lead life from, we have to look after ourselves first. That energy is the number one thing. If we're going around the world drained and, you know, we're going to have a half-assed life because we're just going to be giving from an empty cup and that, that leads to illness, mental illness, physical illness, like that's the way I led my life for god knows how many years before the cancer hit and that's the wake-up call that took me
0: yeah i i think also you know the the learning to really take care of ourselves so self-care is you know becoming more and more important and i think that people realized how important it is uh, over the last 18 months or yeah, so definitely. yeah 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 yeah. so but uh, i i would like to you know discuss a um uh, the the term spirituality you know there are still many people uh, who when they hear this world word they immediately uh, they immediately think of religion or mm. but spirituality is taking care of yourself in all your dimensions so how how do you explain spirituality to the people who come to you
1: um if someone asks what spirituality is i'm like it's a journey of self um realization really it's a journey of um healing it's not attaching yourself to any dogma it's just you coming home to you Um, believing in yourself and being at peace with yourself. That's what spirituality is to me. And we're not always, I I, I believe it's a journey of, yeah, you know, self-realization, you know, it's not, I don't want to make the ego kind of the bad guy, but it's like stepping out of the ego-driven mind and the ego-driven world and into a more kind of solid like your fit, coming into the body and you're feeling you're listening to your whole being that's what spirituality is to me instead of just using the little monkey mind up there
0: yeah and spirituality doesn't mean to you know meditate all day long no. and no it, it i think it is very practical
1: yes very practical and very unique to each person it's um you know so you know when you see spirituality you see people in mala beads and floaty white gowns and all that kind of stuff and that's what i thought i had to become when i first started this was i had this idea of what spirituality was because that's what all the gurus in the prayer position saying namaste to everyone and doing like buddhist chants and i was like oh i need to be that person Um, But I feel like, you know, as I've grown and as I've shed layers and layers and layers, I'm like, well, I'm not that person, so I'm not going to be that person, you know? And I think that is what spirituality is. It's coming under the truth of who you are and who you feel you want to be in the world. It's rediscovering those parts of yourself that you hid or you diminished or you pushed down when you were younger um, to release all that kind of power and all that gold in there, which is your confidence and it's your... um, sexuality it's your um your your gifts that you have in the world you know open you up to a whole new world of you it's like you're getting to know yourself again basically yeah
0: get it to know yourself and discover inside yourself what are the things that prevent you from yeah. being the person that you really are and that prevent you from showing your colors yeah uh, and colors yeah yeah, yeah and be really um, be really yourself mm. yeah one one thing i really like about reiki uh, as i said it's uh, I, I find it very practical and also the the presets you know the the reiki principles yeah yeah um i use them every morning you know uh, they are part of my meditation and they help me to ground myself mm. and also yeah. to be present yeah to be present right yeah. so um do you use them a lot
1: um i think that when i first started out it was a religious thing like i would think about them all the time i'd meditate on them i'd have them written down on bits of like fancy bits of paper and put them on my little water and all that kind of stuff and now i feel that i generally just live by them i mean they pop into mind but I just generally do it now. Like if I find myself going on a worry train, because that's one of the precepts just for today, I will not worry. Um, I come back, you know, I snap out of it quite easily. Or, you know, when I feel, I used to have quite a thing about where i get really hot-headed, like really snap at things. And now I just walk away. So it's like, I think as you go on the, the, the Reiki journey, you just start to embody them. And it's just a natural way for, For you to move forward um to go about life. But I do love the fact that every time I teach Reiki, I'm reminded of all this kind of stuff from the beginning again, like the con the the principles and you know, just how beautiful and gentle Reiki is. It's such a beautiful, gentle healing energy, you know. I do connect with Reiki every day. Um i do say that i'm channeling the reiki energy and i feel it coming into my body and out my hands um and if i've got a situation that i'm just it's just feels a little bit um constrictive i'm feeling tension or resistance to it i can break to it and then i leave it i don't worry about it i just leave it i'm just walk away from it and then the, whatever needs to happen will happen. Like I'll get the idea what needs to happen or what I have to say to someone or, you know, the best way forward in that situation. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think I'm 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 starting to become the embodiment of the principles now. So it's not like a conscious thing that I'm, oh, yeah, this is what I need to do. But I mean, each their own. I've got regular students that sit there and chant them over and yeah. over again when they're in meditation and, you know yeah
0: yeah well then you know it's very personal the way yeah uh, you um you use your you use reiki yeah i think it is very very personal the, there's no right or wrong way I not mean exactly. there are certainly certain aspects of reiki that resonate more with us and other uh, not so much maybe at yeah. this stage and as your you know um growth or evolution mm. uh continues you may instead feel more you know attracted yeah. to these other um aspects of reiki yeah. yeah yeah i i also use it you know i start my day with it mm. and uh, i i i i don't chant but i uh you know i say the the principles and focusing on them. And I noticed that when I don't start the day this way, it's different.
1: Yeah. It's interesting, yeah. isn't it? It's really interesting.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm not so grounded and, mm, mm. you know, I, I may get worried more easily or mm. angry more easily. Mm. And when this happens, you know, I say, well, just for today Mm -hmm. and i like the just for today only for today because it really brings you you know to the here and now to the present
1: yeah
0: yeah so
1: yeah i love the principles i remember when i first started learning making i was like oh my god i'm never going to remember any of this you know because it was just so overwhelming um but it's funny as time goes on and it's such a gentle thing it's not something that i mean you can religiously kind of regimentally study it if you want but whatever needs like you were saying whatever you you take on whatever you need to take on from it um there's no pressure do you know what i mean it's like just on your own journey with it you don't need to know everything now yeah, and I'm quite yeah. a perfectionist, so I'm like, I need to learn everything now, right now. I need to know everything and be the embodiment of everything. Otherwise, it's just it's just not good enough. That's what I'm like. as a perfectionist in me. Um, so Reiki really learned taught me just to let go. You know, yeah. let go of the worry, let go of the hangar, let go of all that kind of stuff. Just let it go. Like yeah. um, And I'm quite, I'm feeling very appreciative of Reiki right now. I'm actually tearing up, Um, like so. Yeah, I mean it's a wonderful, wonderful thing, Reiki. I mean it's available to everyone. I feel that, you know, I think we come into this world with certain abilities, and we just get cut off from it. Yeah,
0: it's a it's a self care practice. Yeah. I mean, if you don't want to go on and, you know, treat other people or teach Reiki, you have an amazing self care tool at your disposal that, you know, you can use uh, in any moment. And, uh, you know, I I went through quite some storms (laughs) in the last 10 years. And I always say that if I hadn't had Reiki and mm-hmm. uh, my other energy tools I don't know how I could have navigated yeah so well. I mean I'm still here full of you know ideas yeah. and uh, I you know dreams to to go after and and this is thanks to my spiritual uh, to my spirituality to my spiritual yeah. path yeah. um I got
1: so this is a new been, thing in there.
0: Being energy being energy, you know we can send Reiki remotely. We can connect energetically to people um even if they are you know uh, in another place or on the computer. and sometimes you know I find it very difficult to um to explain this to people. i mean it's it's obvious to me. But they don't get it. Yeah. And however, when they experience, for example, a um a remote um, a distance treatment, uh, they feel it. And you know, Tina, I have a um a group of Reiki practitioners and uh, masters, uh, organized by you know the the school where I completed my my training. And during COVID, we decided to do um, Reiki shares on online. Mm-hmm. We normally used to meet once a month, so I suggested let's do them online because I participate in other groups uh, for Reiki share. Mm-hmm. Uh, And, you know, um, it's, um, I I find it uh, amazing. And so they have experimented the uh, distant Reiki shares and they realized that, um, you know, after (laughs) a few uh, meetings we had, they were more sensitive to energy and the the treat the the treatments the Reiki shares the the treatments that we were doing the sessions were even more intense. Mm, mm, mm. So, did you experience the same? Have you uh, experienced the same kind of reluctance
1: for a distant tr- tr- yeah. Well, yeah, distant healing and attunement, uh, definitely, but. You know the, the online one is just as powerful, and I feel that's because people are their social anxiety isn't them having to meet new people. They're in the comfort of their own home. They're more relaxed, um, so their inhibitions are down a lot more. Their nervous system's a lot more calmed down, and so they're a lot more open to the healing, and therefore they feel the effects of it a lot more. Um, stronger than what they probably would in person, you know, because they have to travel and, you know, it gets and all that kind of stuff going. Um, but I've found them just as, if not more, powerful, to be honest, because I do a monthly share with my Reiki students um, and we get together once a month, just online, because I've got Reiki students all over the world. Um, And, yeah, the healings are pretty powerful. They're just as powerful as the in-person ones. But, you know, people that are novices or they just don't know Reiki, as you said, they don't understand that there is no such thing as space and time. (laughs) And that Reiki is, you know, an innate intelligence and it's not uh, conditioned by space and time. Um, But, yeah, so they like the in-person kind of hands-on. Well, not hands-on, but you know what I mean. In yeah, person then. Um, but yeah I've, seen, I've seen amazing results with online shares and attunements. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Definitely, definitely.
0: Also the attunements, yeah, because we are all connected energetically yeah. and uh, there's no such a thing, as you said, as, you know, space and time mm, and yeah. separation we we are all connected so when yeah. we open to this connection yeah. we realize it even more i mean i always say i mean i'm sure that you've had experiences of you know thinking of a person and after a few minutes receiving a call from that person yeah. or meeting yeah. the person by chance yeah. and these are all examples of our connection energetic connection yeah. to to other people yeah, definitely. Right. right. So, so Tina, um, you are teaching uh, Reiki now, yeah. and are you teaching it mainly online?
1: Um, I was doing offline, offline, but yeah, mainly online at the moment, but I'm looking to go, we're revamping. I've brought someone on board um, to, to revamp the way that we teach Reiki in our academy um and we're going to be doing some in-person ones next year okay um but online's been as i said just as the only thing is is there's restrictions and stuff over here in the uk um like if you want to go into kind of professional settings or corporate you need certain to be a member of certain organizations and that over here like governing bodies um and to be um member of these governing bodies then you have to have had in-person attunements they don't accept um online attunements because they don't Mm -hmm. believe that they are good enough and i was just like well you know what about distant healing like, <laughs> it's the same thing <laughs> like, it, i mean you can't beat an in-person tumour because you're there with them and you can interact with them and you can show them the energy and you see their faces lighting up they're like oh my god yes i can feel different heat spots on the bodies and all that kind of stuff that's a, it's an amazing interaction to have with another human being absolutely
0: absolutely
1: um but also- the, the tumours online they've like they've had crazy results, crazy results. Like the the things that I've heard back from the students, they're just like, I'm like, wow, <laughs> the change and transformation that's happened in them has happened in a shorter period of time than my in-person one. Um, it was insane to watch actually when I first started doing them online. So I was a bit unsure because, you know, I've been conditioned that they weren't that good. And I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna do them. Like, why not? It's all energy you know, there's no such thing as space and time. I can't say that in one breath and then believe that uh, distance attunements are no good in the other breath, can I? So, kind of sticking to, uh, it's kind of conflicting ideas there. So, yeah, yeah, I really enjoy doing them online. And also there's a broader market out there. Not, you know, there's a lot, it reaches a lot more people. So I've got students from all over the world, you know? So it's amazing
0: yeah yeah Uh, another thing that i want to clarify for our listeners that you know something it can be not so obvious is the word healing with Mm. healing doesn't mean that you are curing Uh, healing to me means to become whole and complete and of course you may have you may experience health improvements or symptoms that disappear because Mm. You are becoming more and more whole and uh, and complete, but you know when when in Italy especially the the word that we use for healing is very much associated with uh, curing your health. Yeah, and so there's this misunderstanding.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I just think the English language, or you know, any language, just I think there's no words that can describe it really. Um, I mean, if you were to say to someone, completing or holding you <laughs> they'd be like what, <laughs> whereas healing it's like, well, you know, on a deep level, it is healing like your energy, because like, we're all energy beings, you know, not necessarily curing you, but it's healing on a deeper level, like those kind of symptoms that you've got now, like headache, the Reiki will go down and heal the root, try and re- heal the root cause of that, not necessarily the headache. The root cause, which is normally emotional, yeah. um, something emotional going on, or an imbalance of some sort. Um, but there isn't any other word in the English language either that you know would describe it. So it's just a blanket term, really, pretty poor one because it doesn't encompass all the nuances and profound frequencies and all that kind of stuff that you're dealing with. To create that kind of change in someone yeah um would you say healing for yeah healing. Kind of gets an idea about it yeah you
0: you become whole you rebalance your yeah. energy you mm. know you, you recreate your energy field yeah yeah, yeah mm. absolutely <laughs> and and listen tell me about your shop how the idea
1: came up and um, uh, I'm, I my woo um so the shop came about, it was just an idea I had last year. And I was just like, you know what? I'd really love to sell a few little bits and pieces. Like some, you know, um, crystal products and that. And then um, I was speaking to a friend of mine, Charlotte. And she 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 sells crystals. She's a crystal healer. She's also one of my students. She's also a past coaching client, client of mine. Um, and, yeah, we just decided that we we're going to go into business together. And there you have it. Oh, my woo was born. <laughs> the doors of Oh my woo's been closed for the last few months because I've been having a move and all this kind of stuff. So I haven't had that, you know, space. Like, I haven't been in a physio. I was living at my mum's. And so yeah, so the doors open again next week. Yeah. Uh, we're open for business again next week.
0: So it's an e-commerce business, right?
1: It's an e-commerce and we sell quirky crystal products. So we've got aura straws, which are glass straws that have crystals in them. So we've got uh, obsidian, rose quartz, citrine and clear quartz. And we have bookmarks. I don't know if I've got one around me, but we have these lovely little bookmarks with the tree of life, which is made from crystals on them. And they hang really prettily on the side of your book. Um, we have pendulums, um, really vintage-style pendulums that are absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, so we sell all that kind of stuff, but it's, it's not the usual stuff like tumblestone and all that. It's quite, you know. Quirky.
0: So, you you are looking for this stuff from all over the
1: world, or? Yeah. So anyway, I go. I have an idea in my head. I'm like, oh what's a crazy crystal product that you can get. And then I just look for it and but lo and behold, there's usually someone somewhere that's creating these things, you know? I was just like, what did I come out with the other day? That was the bookmarks. I was like, what is this crystal bookmark? What about crystal diary? What about crystal pens? And like I found all these kind of things, you know, so it's astonishing what's out there. People are so inventive and creative and all that kind of yeah. stuff, right? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I'm always sourcing new products to go in the shop.
0: And uh, do you ship them just in the UK or also to Europe?
1: Well, we was doing Europe and then Brexit happened, which kind of yeah for for a spanner in the works and there's a, there was a new thing coming in june that was going to ease the transition of it or something like that so we closed the international postage off until june so i just need to look into it now to see yeah. whether it's viable or not because we have to register for tax in all different in european countries and it was just I was, i'm not i'm not doing that
0: yeah yeah no i understand and it's making things a little bit complicated but i hope that even there you know once things are sorted out yeah we will be able you know to move even goods more freely
1: yeah so that's what yeah. i'm looking at i'll be looking at that in the next week or so just to see if yeah. they definitely said there was a new system coming in in june but i haven't yeah. checked it out so we were just, like, just are not sell them to europe for the next for the next six months and it was closed for three months anyway so we didn't really yeah
0: anything else. yeah so tina where can people know more about you your reiki classes your coaching and your e-commerce
1: so e-commerce is oh my Wu. that's it oh my Woo. and uh, we spelled w double o um you could just google that and it'll come up um, me just either add me as a friend on Facebook, Tina Eloise, or I've got a business page, Tina Eloise, or there is an Instagram, Tina Eloise, uh, Tina and Eloise London. Um, and yeah, you'll find out all about my Reiki and all about the kind of mentoring work and stuff I do on those pages okay. really. Okay.
0: Any, any upcoming program?
1: Um, I actually have, i doing a Reiki one in, what month are we in, July? So we're doing one in September, and that'll be online. So if anyone's interested in that, reach out. Um, And I've got a challenge coming up called the Big Juicy Challenge, and that's going to be on the 14th of July, which is about um, connecting and enlivening your body. So you can call in more pleasure, play, and prosperity. Um, so it's just like a three-day challenge. It's going to be with DNA activations, um, healing, um, and yeah, just yeah. connection. So, you know.
0: So make make sure that you sent me the the link for the challenge too. Yes.
1: Yeah. So so
0: you said fourteenth of July.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So we can uh, post the link to the challenge too. Yay! yeah so Tina, i thank you so much for this lovely conversation about reiki oh it's been amazing yeah yeah and i you know love to to speak so openly about energy and reiki in particular because you know it's been my choice my spiritual choice too so thank you for being here all the links will be in the show notes of this uh, episode i hope that you can come soon on another episode and we may choose a different energy topic (laughs) (laughs) we are all about energy
1: we are all about energy
0: yeah yeah Yeah. i loved it And thank you so much. And to our listeners, I'm sure you enjoyed our conversation. And I'm looking forward to seeing you next week with another episode of the Prosperity on Air podcast. Do you know how many files your employees have uploaded downloaded emailed airdropped slacked or shared via google drive today a lot of that data has left your organization and you don't even know it visit code42.com to learn how insider prevents data exfiltration